0: Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Takovas from the podcast, stopped into the store, next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up Today's Power Lunch is brought to you by The Palm at Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Sure, The Palm is great for a fancy night out, but it's also the perfect midweek spot for a lunch with a client, or a lunch to catch up with a friend, or maybe even to do an interesting podcast like this. Power Lunch menu selections at The Palm start at $26 for an appetizer, meal, and dessert. Book your reservation today directly at thepalm.com, open table, or by calling them at 703-917-0200.
1: I can make most anything on the menu except whatever you got is fine. I'm going to say some bad words, you're just going to have to deal with it. P, B, and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious
0: lunch. Hey, you got enough money to pay for all this? You know, money, cash, dollars, dinero. So what I believe you were trying to say is thank you. Thank you? You're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? For the tides, um, the I sun, think stopping the two seconds hey, okay, on my way to okay, hitting the ball to go. say something. If you ever stop the constant motion of <laughs> you're on the tee and your ball's yeah. oh, pegged oh, up, oh, oh. he will go nuclear on you. And you know what? I've kind of adopted that myself. Because yeah. there's some guys I play with, they'll stop and they'll tell a story with their ball on the tee. All uh, uh, the time. I go, that will not play. <laughs> nope. I, I, was, I said, I want to hear your story. I don't want to wait for your story. Hit the fucking ball. We were playing one day with Jimmy Patsos, right? Yep. Jimmy's put on a lot of weight, right? I don't know if you guys have seen him. No, I have not. not guys, he's over three bills. Wow. For sure. Okay. And, and Jimmy did that one time, and Gary says, hit the fucking ball, John Candy. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that's the kind of conversation you get here on the Power Lunch Podcast. At the Palm. Buck and Naki, the boys are here. I love it. How's everyone doing? Been too long.
1: Uh, excited uh, for my JMU football Dukes tomorrow night on Prime ESPN. Not ESPN U or one or two, but... No, well, don't plus. say
0: Prime. We're going to think Amazon yeah. Prime. No, no. You're I mean, on ESPN. The Bristol re- Prime one. time. The Bristol regular, One. Seven the o'clock. One. Seven
1: the- o'clock. One of, I believe, 11... Undefeated FBS football teams in the country. This is how
0: a, are you not doing this game?
1: Uh, if you could oh, su- speak to speak to the powers that be at Here ESPN, maybe they would uh, have called me, but they didn't. Uh, put that okay. on the. What team can for I him? tell you? But
0: I know he should be calling the game. Really excited about Buck that. Though. Called games for many years. Yep. Yeah, uh, just uh,
1: you know, look. Um, you know, I brag on my team, and uh, but but this is their just their second year on this level, the FBS level.
0: I can't believe what they're doing, Naki, down there in good old uh, Harrisonburg, Harrisonburg, Virginia. It's impressive. Exit 32 or whatever (laughs) it is. (laughs) Exactly. Somewhere in between Staunton and... uh, And that would be Stanton. 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 (laughs) Spelled Staunton, though, yeah. Yes, it is. (laughs) I'm from Virginia, and I know many people like Buck that went to JMU. Yeah. Fucking place is just an exit is what it is See, i know like, they love it's actually four. Floor. it's, it's but, four but, exits yeah. whatever it's but grown. They, <laughs> they, and it's on one side of the highway 81 well, and on the other side on on the both highway. now yeah so that to now. me was always the oddest part about it we you know when i was coaching at american we were in the same conference so we were down there all the time right and the arena was on the left side of yeah. 81 convocation center <laughs> campus was it's on, on the, the right side right. and there's a tunnel underneath there's a tunnel underneath
1: and there wasn't much other well at the time there wasn't anything but the arena yeah, there was the arena and some buffalo that were on the side of the hill, literally. Now, <laughs> a major part of the campus is on that side now as well.
0: You know, it always amazed me too about going down there. Is it's a completely different weather pattern down there than it is up here, <laughs> right? You, although you can
1: get a lot, you can get, you can get a lot of ice, you know, in eighty-one in the winter. Although. When I – my first job in TV was in Harrisonburg at WHSV-TV Channel 3, the ABC affiliate. Ding, 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 And they had me doing the 11 o'clock sports and the weather. They had me doing the weather. <laughs> oh, God. By the way – you hate weather, guys. You were one of the people you hate so oh, much. I know, I Whether know. You're
0: in Washington, you're going gonna... to... I
1: love, I have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I love to hate them, but I love them. Okay. Like Sue Pauke, I love. So they had me doing the weather because of my, pilot, my flying experience. And they said that, you know, because I knew a little bit about meteorology, I could fake the weather. <laughs> so what I used to do, and this is no lie, <laughs> this is way back in the day, I used to tape, and I had one of the very first... Recorders that you know, TV recorders, VCRs, 800
0: pounds. Oh, was huge, it was
1: enormous. It was a quasar machine. You mean you had it at your home? I had it where I lived in Harrisonburg. Got it, yeah, in Harrisonburg. Uh, Right. And I used to tape Gordon Barnes on Channel 9 doing the six o'clock weather in Washington. Lots and lots of sunshine. And I would come back to my apartment, watch that, take a little map with me, and redraw what he had drawn on the map. (laughs) And take that back to the TV station and give the exact same weather forecast at eleven for Harrisonburg, Virginia.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah.
1: no, no, no concern if it's close to being accurate. Didn't or Didn't matter. Didn't well, care. Weren't many Did people, Didn't nobody matter. Ever hold you to it. Yeah, who's nope. going to
0: question it? <laughs>
1: yeah. the, the the milkmen. I mean, nobody's up at eleven anyway, so they weren't. I don't know if they were watching, but that and it made me look good because your I'm, your big rant against uh,
0: meteorologists is that. You know, they can be wrong so much, and yet they don't lose their job.
1: Yeah, greatest job in the world. Yeah, you can well, make mistakes every night and not get fired for it. But don't you know that applies
0: to us in the yammering class when it comes to sports? Not really. Yes, you, it does. Why? Same you, thing. People are wrong all the time. People have the dumbest, lamest, wrongest right, takes. Right, right. But we don't get fired for it. Neither neither do Weatherman.
1: That's what I'm saying. So. So,
0: but you hate Weatherman saying you can be wrong and not get fired, and I go, <laughs> Look in the mirror.
1: No, you're right. (laughs) Look at us. You're right about that. Because they call us experts, and as Charles Barkley said, "God is the only expert," and we're not experts. Yeah, he did. We're not experts. We get paid for an opinion that's supposed to make a difference, but. We're wrong a lot of the time. Well, I think
0: it's funny now that weather guys, weather folks, are actually just mocked. Yeah, you know, weathermen got it right again today, you know, because yeah. they're, cause they're, always, they're well, wrong
1: so regularly. Well there's, well, there's no accountability. I've always wanted to build a chart that started on Monday where they give the forecast for the rest of the week, and then when the rest of the week comes, like Friday, yeah. have to hold them their feet to the fire and say, you know, let's take a, let's take a look back at the chart on Monday <laughs> bet, and see exactly bet, what you said. I that, at three hundred this yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You, yeah, you, but there's you, there's
0: reasons for that though.
1: Well, because weather it's changed. called the weather. It's right? called the weather. It changes. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. Right. There's Things reasons. Happen. So
1: look, for as I said, as I said, and I've told you this before, every weather person should be made to say prior to giving the forecast, they should be made to say, "Ladies and gentlemen, this is just an educated guess." Right. But. Yeah. Here's what I think will happen this well, week.
0: Well, we're, we're just as bad in what we do. You're some right some worse than others. Yeah. Like yesterday, Stephen A. Smith apparently was saying how, you know, everyone's hyping up Tua to Tunga-Vailoa, but he's really just throwing these two- and three-yard passes to uh, Tyreek Hill. And as he was saying that, they were showing a highlight reel literally over his shoulder that showed these 20, 30-yard yes. bombs. Letting go. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. In fact, like his average depth of target is sixth in the league, which is pretty good. Yeah. So he couldn't have been more wrong about it. But guess what? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's, he's, loud wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Loud. As you once said about me <laughs> – <laughs> Loud wrong. Often wrong, wrong but, but never in doubt. Never in doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the dumb thing. I try to be right, which maybe is a foolish uh, endeavor. Uh, I try I will, to will. I always right. tell people when I'm, when I'm asked to defend Steve Zabin, <laughs> oh, oh my, I uh, always tell them that nobody does more homework than Zabin. Now, that doesn't mean that it can be extrapolated into something (laughs) really intelligent. Garbage in, garbage out. (laughs) Well, that's part of why we love sports is that no amount of homework, no amount of research, no amount of data tells you exactly what's going to happen. And the NFL has become even more indecipherable, more of a coin flip league. Than it is right now. Well, which which is exactly what the NFL wants, right? I mean, does the NFL benefit if they've got a New York Yankees situation where people where there's one team that's ten and zero or twelve and zero, or would they rather have you know a thousand teams in the hunt, which is kind of what they've got right now?
1: Yeah. The the only way they benefit is if you have a team that dominates, like maybe Kansas City at some point with Mahomes, or or any team with Brady. That's a marquee team. So when you put that on the air. Everybody's going to watch it, unlike watching, you know, 32 teams all, you know, mediocre. You don't have a, a, a marquee, you know, all right, team you're watching. So with the NFL rolling, Goodell just
0: got re-upped for another couple years. <laughs> I went through this yesterday on the podcast. I said the joke's on me. I've been screaming about what a completely incompetent just – Born on third base, lucky sperm club boob he is. He's going to make, by the way, like $550 million oh, those, those guys it's make crazy. when it's all said and done, yeah. which will be double the most money any player has ever
1: made. All the commissioners of all the leagues not only make tremendous amount of money, but very powerful. But you know what drives me crazy? Only Goodell has no pedigree in anything.
0: All these other guys are big-time pedigrees. Lawyers, you know they've they've put their chops in, right? Naki mm-hmm. has guys. I mean, Manfred is a tool who doesn't understand baseball at all, right? But he was a big corporate lawyer, and that's how he got in at, in in baseball. Bettman, I think, is the same way, isn't Adam Silver also?
1: Well, he worked he, under, yeah, under he was a lawyer, yeah he, I mean, right?
0: he was yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was there, yeah, he was at the most critical times of the Goodell, growth. Goodell started in the mailroom yeah. at twenty six. Yeah, no upper graduate degrees, no law degree, nothing. Senator's son. Yeah. Born on third base, and he's made so much money. Now, look, good for him, I guess. Also, I don't. I'm going to go the other way on this, and I'm not saying what he's a he good done? commissioner. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, like Eric Spolstra was a mailroom, was a, was a video guy. Yeah, a lot you of know, those you, guys. You, you start somewhere, were. and and you, was he a senator's son? Uh, no, no. <laughs> so then there you go. Uh, but I, I mean, don't. Mi- I don't mind the guys who grind from humble beginnings. But at least Spolstra put in the work, and he was a nobody to begin with. It sort of ties into my whole Jack Collinsworth rant, which uh, can get into. I will totally agree with you on that. And it also, you could close your eyes and swear it's his
1: father, father doing right. the play with play. With, a, with a lot less energy. Yeah. yeah. Did you text me the I other night?
0: I texted Buck when the game was on. I almost tweeted this saying, why is an intern doing the Notre Dame game? I'm confused. But then I realized you get nothing out of that but grief and hatred on Twitter. So I said, fine, I'm going to delete it. But I had to go get my angst out through guys like you. He doesn't have pop to his voice. He has no real resume in doing lots of games. This is a massive game. Number 10 versus no, number 21. It's an, an enormous game. Pedigree I, games, and it felt flat. Oh, my God. It was a huge game, and you know there are eyes on that. I mean, Caleb Williams is the yes. reigning Heisman guy, and it's it's USC Notre freaking Dame. Right, any you know? Notre Dame game there's going to be eyes yeah, yeah, on But, um, but because is, he's Chris Collinsworth kid, right. and he went to Notre Dame, and right. yes, he's done stuff out of college media-wise, and yes, Noah Eagle is now doing games at 26 or whatever. It's just, if you listen to Jack Collinsworth, he's not good enough for the caliber of game. Is he doing all the Notre Dame games? I can't say a tune in. I don't into. know if it's all of them, but he was doing this one, and I <sighs> said, oh I my agree. God, I can't believe it. And what I want, Buck, in a play-by-play guy, is I want the pipes, and I want pop, and I want the right inflection for the plays we're seeing.
1: Right, and you also want a guy who not only prepares, and they all do. But you want a guy who understands the game, who sees all the little nuances, who doesn't miss things that you're sitting at home saying, yeah, but didn't you see that? You want him to see all these things. And most of the guys that do it are good at that. Even these young guys that are doing the games, even the guy that did the Commander's game the other day, um, you know, they're they're all pretty good at that. These networks aren't hiring people. So what it does to me is it begs the question then, okay, why – why is he doing the game? And the answer is, is fairly simple. It's an in-house hire. Number one, Collinsworth obviously
0: uh, works for ESPN, or works for NBC. NBC yep. uh, same thing for Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett is also a zilch. He shouldn't have been on the game. I mean, he's an NFL guy who's right. now airdropped in, but he's on the payroll, right? Yeah. right? So easier to plug him in. But
1: I don't mind necessarily young guys getting these No, that's these fine gigs. as long as they're good. Like, no, Eagle's good. Right. He learned from his father at a young age. He learned from the best.
0: But how do you parse out, like, did you really listen to a pile of tapes
1: to say this is the guy? Because I know they did. No, no, that's what I'm saying. He, he, yeah. uh, it begs the question, how did he get the job? Oh. He got the job because of his father, right. who has tremendous influence, and mainly that's why. Now, look, he's got he's got expertise or at least experience – on the sideline doing whatever that is that they do on the sideline, but not as a play-by-play guy. And that's what gets me. Okay, that's, that's that's what sticks in my craw, is that a lot of guys that are getting jobs doing this don't have much experience to begin with. I, I, it sounded to me like he'd smoked a dupe before he got on the air. You know, it was just – everything was so yeah, – there,
0: there was no um, – a monotone – also yeah. – I think play-by-play guys need to re- to really recognize, and it goes back to the understanding of the game, to recognize directional plays in a game, plays plays that turn the tide. Yes, you know, and and I didn't
1: get that vibe at all from him. Yeah, you that know? just and, the, he,
0: and he must understand the game.
1: He grew up in that house with. Yeah, his, he probably bet, understands the game, but but as a play-by-play guy, he may not know the nuances. He understands the game, but there's a difference. You really got to know the nuances. Um, and it just what bothered me is that. And, and I guarantee you there's a producer after the game as they review the tape, and I'm sure he was looking at it with a producer, saying, Look, I wouldn't be so sure. <clears throat> Yeah, I, well, I would think they – I know he's watching the replay. We okay. all used to do that. Uh, you, y- there's somebody in his ear saying more energy. That's what producers do. Keep the energy up. That's what you hear in your ear all the time in the fourth quarter. If the game's up, keep the energy up. That's yeah. if I have heard that a hundred times from producers, and I don't know if the producer had the balls to say that to him, but somebody's telling him, "Look, you got to have more. You've got to have more energy as yeah. a as a play-by-play guy." Well,
0: you know who's just the best is Buck. Joe Buck is so good. No, he's great. He, he's fantastic. so good. Like he adds to every big moment. He's efficient in. The usage of his words, he's point on about everything. It's too bad Aikman stinks next to him, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> I love Aikman. I know you love Aikman, but great. he misses so many things. Like, there was a terrible missed tackle by the Chargers in the game, and I'm screaming going – Point that out. Point that out. And he just lets it wash on down the river. Those I'm are like, the
1: nuances I'm talking about.
0: Well, I know. But, like, like what I want out of announcers, Naki, is when you see what we're all seeing, make sure you make a point of it. Right. Because otherwise we think you're not even watching the same game. Yeah. Right? I, I like, like the it. guy, and I think I've mentioned this to Buck. I uh, the guy who's on TNT doing playoff baseball right Brian now. Anderson. Brian Anderson. I think he's fantastic. He he's is good. awesome. And he's a Wisconsin guy, so he does Brewer games. So we oh, know he him. does. We know him quite well, but he does national games too. And he had a great call last night. I'm going to try to get it up here so we can listen to it. But, yeah, his call was in the Phillies game, Schwarber
1: deep to right, he's watching, it's flying, and it's gone. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, he's good. And he also does. Uh, football, obviously, and, and NBA. I don't think he, he does, does football. NBA. You know what? I, mean, I don't know if he does he does football.
0: college basketball. I don't no, he think does he does NBA. Yeah, he, oh, does, yes, he, he does. does NBA. Brian Anderson, yeah, he's good. Okay, and he's good. Yeah. He's good at that. Yeah, he'll do uh, playoff games. I, I, I think, like last night, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking, why am I still watching this? It's 8 to nothing at the time. Yeah. It was 8 to nothing. Yeah. But I mean much like the you know the energy thing you know you know people are wanting to turn it off and go to bed I did he kept he kept it going you know I I watched to the end you know I thought it was uh you know it's always interesting as a Nats fan watching the Phillies play anyways but well they uh, got Turner and Harper Schwarber. Uh, Schwar- Schwarber. Schwar- Schwar- oh, yeah, they, they, right. they, yeah, they got all of our guys <laughs> that it's First, second man. and third it's, you know? yeah it's <laughs> sickening to watch that just <laughs> sickening but, but don't 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 they deserve those guys more than we did? Aren't they a better baseball town than D.C.? Well, BC? they've got better ownership. But you know, aren't their fans more rabid? I mean, we've got well, K mean, Street lobbyist types that, oh, yay, the baseball team's good, so they waddle on down to the park. We're not diehard in D.C.
1: Yeah, like the they are th- in Philadelphia. The Phillies have been No, in no, that's a there, whole different deal. I mean, they they still have, you know, their, their NBC Sports Philadelphia is like as much of a watched – Channel and it's an obscure channel, and here, I know here it's obscure. Now it's, it's monumental. Dying. Now it's gone. Right? They they well, it's monumental. Now it's gone. It's it just you know Ted bought it, but they watch that thing as much as they watch the local news. I know that's because those fans, yeah, they're rabid. It's it's arguably the best sports town in America. But there's lots arguably of, better than New York, arguably better than Boston, Boston, Chicago. There's lots. No, of, better
0: than Chicago. Yeah, but
1: I, my point is, there's lots of towns like that. Ours is different.
0: We're so transient. Right. We're transient. We're Atlanta with snow. I think that's fair. Maybe. Also, I was wondering how Philly fans were dealing with the dichotomy of, of the Phillies being just red hot and the Eagles losing their first game to it. To a Jets team. They don't care. Career. I listen to a fair amount of Eagle, of, of Philly radio, sports radio. They're like, oh, yeah, we're not worried about the Eagles. They'll be there in the end. Yeah. They're, they're like, we'll deal with them later. We're all about the Phillies right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. All, oh, aboard. Yeah. all aboard. All aboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No,
1: I turned it at that point. I turned it off to watch Liberty and Middle Tennessee State University because Liberty. <laughs>
0: What's wrong with you? Because
1: Liberty is also one of eleven teams in the country that's undefeated. They're seven and zero. They may be the best football state team in the state of Virginia. Really? Very possibly. They're prob- We know they're better than better than UVA. So is JMU. They may be better than Virginia Tech. Tech's better this year than they were last year. Last year, Tech and Virginia wanted nothing to do with Madison or Liberty. Liberty is ridiculously good, and get no credit. They have got a really nice basketball program, too. Nobody wants to play those guys. You and don't all. want to play them in football, either. Yeah. Their, their stadium, their whole place is spectacular yeah. down there in Lynchburg.
0: Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We're going to order here Power Lunch at the Palm and Tyson's Corner. They've got great uh, items for your Power Lunch, whether it's with a family member, a business associate. Just come on in like it's – a drive through if you have opulence like Buck Buckhantz does. He had not been to a drive through in years. He goes to steakhouses for lunch by himself. i got a couple of pictures himself. on the wall here. God, he's got his caricature on the wall there. Uh, I'm going to get the uh, filet I'm, I'm going to go put, put a side mustache of-
1: on, on one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll know who did it then if it shows up.
0: You'd be like the Liberty Mutual guy kind of, by the time yeah, I like get Liberty Bibbity. <laughs>
1: Liberty <bibbety. laughs> well, That's a new
0: move. Biggity buggity. <laughs> <laughs> buggity Buckhands. Yeah, I'm him. I'm that guy. I got the mustache. When we come back, though, after we've ordered, we got to talk about the viral Chargers fan that some people are claiming was an NFL plant. She says she's not. Others have different ideas. Stay with us. It's the Power Lunch Zabecast here at the Palm. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years why because it works instead of drilling vocabulary words with rosetta stone you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals reading stories participating in dialogues and other practical language skills that fast track your ability to communicate fluently not only is it a more effective way to learn it's more fun rosetta stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. what's so special about
1: hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co just because
0: the nfl season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over oh no 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 What did you have? I uh, had Naki? a ribeye Caesar salad, and it was spectacular. Blackened ribeye, I believe yeah, ri- it was, on top of so a salad. was so good, yeah. Mark, N- you just got the ribeye. Mm-hmm. Want to finish it? No, but I want you to finish it so people don't have to listen to you chewing, because that is the number one complaint <laughs> of these Steakhouse Confidential is podcasts really? and the Power Lunch. They're like, yeah, I don't want to hear your guests eating. And I can't blame people for no, that either. No, I can't either. So I guess I can't pick my teeth either. While <laughs> do it quietly. Okay, don't so mind. Uh, Buck also asked for a bottle of steak sauce.
1: Heinz 57. He wanted
0: Heinz fifty seven. Instead, all they had here at the Palm was a one. I foolishly asked, "What's the difference?"
1: Yeah, huge difference. What is the well, difference? Totally different flavors. I mean, completely different. Really? And I What's,
0: will. Can you describe the different flavors, Mister Steak Connoisseur? <sighs> um, <not laughs> I'll really. look it up for you if you want to. Uh, I, I bet Google is open right now. Difference <laughs> between <laughs> between a one and Heinz fifty seven.
1: And and I would say, I would venture a guess. Mm-hmm. And 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 our our waiter, our server is a terrific guy, Dennis. Yep. There's also Mishka back there who's legendary. Here. He's great. He's the yeah. best. And and I'm pretty sure that there's some Heinz fifty seven. Back there, the dentist just didn't see.
0: Are you okay, Buck? <laughs> <Sure>. You got <laughs> sorry in your I'm, mouth and your. I'm sorry. i was just finishing I think... my last
1: bite. <laughs> I think he was quite prepared to rejoin. <laughs> no, I <laughs> wasn't. You came in a little early.
0: <laughs> I did. I'm rolling, rolling rejoin here before That's how the how end, we end work. of the main course uh, and
1: clearly before dessert. I, there's some Heinz 57 back there because I, I, I know there is. Because Mishka's had it for I before.
0: know there is. Once you storm back there, start throwing things around saying, I know it's back
1: there. I just have to go get Mishka and say, you know, I know you got a Heinz 57, and he'd say, he'd bring it out. Yeah. It's probably okay. hidden in a corner somewhere. Okay. Isn't the no, Heinz 57 ketchup? No, it's not ketchup. Heinz 57 is a steak sauce. Okay.
0: And the uh, 57 refers to what? Yeah, so he doesn't know 57 that fifty-seven different story.
1: ingredients. Probably.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. you are right about that.
1: I'm, that's my guess.
0: Uh, hold on a second. I think I looked this up before, uh, and it is not for fifty-seven ingredients. It's for something more yeah,
1: random, you're right? Because if you watch the show "The Food That Built America," which is a believe on the History, History Channel, Channel yeah. yeah, it's a great show, great stuff. They, they they talk about H.J. Heinz and, and the whole that whole thing.
0: Uh, Ashley Gibson, Heinz's brand director, said in an email. That the company's founder felt there was something mystical, magical, and memorable about the number 57. 57. Yeah. It was a combination of five, his lucky number, and seven, his wife's lucky number. There you go. And therefore, that's, that's it. it. There, there it is. is. Simple. And there it is. Okay, speaking of lucky numbers, Hans has a gambling <laughs> company that
1: he would it's like not, to tell us a about. a company. It's a little game I play with myself. And what it is... Is this suitable for airing? Yeah. You know, I'm bothered by every faction of our country taking advantage of us now. Um, It doesn't matter what it is. If you're dealing with an insurance company, an airline, they're always, you know, telling you one thing. Cell phones, Mm -hmm. they tell you, you you get this, you get that. The next time you get your bill, it's, you know, $40 more than they said. All of that stuff bothers the heck out of me and I'm of the belief now that and you would be good at this same I'm at the belief now that um TV shows that used to be that are half an hour long and it used to be 22 minutes of show and Plus 8 minutes of 8 minutes yeah. of commercials I, I don't think that's the truth now so now I developed this little game I play with myself it's called god gambling And guide guide gambling guide
0: gambling yeah G U
1: I D E gambling okay all right so when you pull up your guide on your TV Mm -hmm. okay you pull up the guide and then you scroll down to see what show or channel or game you want HGTV
0: International House Hunters Fox CBS Sports Network
1: uh, Bravo Mister Ed on Freeform. Uh, me, 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 the Honeymooners on MeTV. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. There we go. Wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah that's okay. it. Before you click it on, you make a wager with yourself. Is
0: there a commercial
1: on or not? Right.
0: Exactly. What about guessing if you know the commercial?
1: Well, that I haven't gotten as far as that. I'm still, still steamed by the fact that when you click it on, 90% of the time you're going to hit a commercial. On that note,
0: I've thought about do I've thought about it quite like that, but I always think about when I'm looking at replays of old '60s maybe TV show or the Honeymooners, right? That they've clipped a couple of minutes off of it. Yeah, sometimes it, they'll do that. And it's not
1: it might have been originally. Well, and that's the same too. Like the other night, my sister was texting me. We were back and forth, and she said, "Hey, The Exorcist is on AMC. The legit first one. No, not Linda the Blair. Le- oh no. When you say the legit first one." Not legit because they take all the cuss words out. Yeah, are, oh, okay, and, and maybe some of the and there's commercials in it, so it's not like you're seeing it on no one of the movie channels.
0: You cannot watch that movie or anything that's serious or dramatic or scary with commercials because the commercials they pull ru- you they out it. of the created alternate Actually, universe of being. Oh my god. My daughter's possessed by the devil and is upstairs in the bedroom. It's right. like watching Pri- Saving Private Ryan without, <laughs> with without the carnage, yeah. yeah, without the or with magic commercials. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like or- we're gonna take you back to Omaha Beach in just a minute after <laughs> these commercials. <laughs> or like watching yeah. The Wolf
1: of Wall Street without the curse words. Yeah, you can't do that. It's part of the whole thing. It's like Billions. I don't know if you watch Billions. It's a- no, I hear oh, it's great. It's such a great show. Paul Giamatti, you know, whose father used to be Bart, Bart, yep. you know, the Major League Commissioner. Uh, and Damien Lewis, I guess is his name. This show is fabulous. You, you better. Well, there's a lot of seasons, but it's great. Okay, uh, as I'm watching it the other night, and every other word is the F bomb, yeah. right? Uh, and but not, you know, they're not using it on purpose. It's because that's the way people talk, especially sure. in that
0: you know, in that, tough, rough, and tumble world. Exactly.
1: Right. Uh, if you took that out, it would ruin the whole show. So, so anyway, with this guy gambling, it, it makes me so friggin' mad when i punch a show up and there's a goddamn commercial on there <laughs> it happens all the time so now i wager do i want to now i start looking at the clock doesn't okay.
0: sound like it's much of a wager it sounds like it's, it's a, a lock it's
1: just bet commercial yeah, yeah. Bet, bet commercial, commercial. all the time bet commercial all the time wow. and it pisses me off every time i click on a show Makes me mad as hell. That's guide gambling, and I, you know, I didn't know if I've never played it with anybody else. I don't know if we really no.
0: have the makings of a actionable board game no, or not. any leverageable <laughs> online contest here, no, no. yeah I We could workshop this, maybe. Well,
1: I actually, no. My, my
0: first reaction is Buck's got to get out more.
1: <laughs> yes, <You> know, exactly. <laughs> I watch a little, a little too much TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You may
0: want to get on with your life. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it kind of seems more like the ambling rantings of a 1% Jew to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. No. Drop, uh. drop the mic. <laughs> uh, that's outstanding. That's well, I mean, uh, can we direct you to some streaming services that will be more your liking? <laughs> are you aware of all the classic shows that are on
1: Tubi? Oh. No, T-U-B-I? I've seen that, just like, uh, well, I don't know if Hulu's could be... Could now, I don't know that. if
0: Tubi has ads in these old-time yeah. shows. No,
1: listen, Zabe, I've watched a tremendous amount of Netflix, and there's but no... I haven't seen any commercials in that yet. Do you watch Tubi, though? No. See, so you don't know about I this. Don't. I mean, the, I've heard of it, but I don't...
0: So it's a free service that has the rights to a lot of very old TV shows okay. that don't have necessarily a lot of, you know cachet these days, uh-huh. you know, Dragnet, oh, I love Squad Dragnet. 54, yeah, yeah. you know, all one, of this of the stuff. 12, what, Adam, uh, the uh, Adam 12. Yeah, Adam 12. <laughs> um, what was the
1: show with uh, Marcus Welby? Yeah, yeah. A, yeah. That was a good show. But if you watch Me tv you're going to get most of those. You sure. get a lot. There's one channel that all they run is Gunsmoke, which is bizarre. That's, That's the a, Gunsmoke We had a conversation about that the other yeah, day. We right? Yeah, we G- did. G- Peter Graves and, and G- James Arnett. They're brothers. Did you know that, Zabe? I don't know if you ever watched Gunsmoke. You, um yeah, I'm binging it right James now. Ar- on James Arness and James Arness. I'm I'm into
0: season 20. You don't have to go to Netflix. Right just, now. just go to
1: MeTV, you'll see plenty of Imagine it. Imagine binging Gunsmoke. I right can I can't believe there's a channel that's all they show is Gunsmoke, but that's what they do. And James Arness and Peter Graves who was the, you know, Jim Phelps from Mission Impossible. If you, sh- if you close your eyes and listen to them talk, they sound exactly alike. <laughs> it's too funny, man. Yeah, it is uh, wild. Gu- Gunsmoke ran on
0: uh, CBS, CBS for 20 seasons. It was the longest-running primetime TV show in history until The Simpsons knocked it off
1: of that perch. How about that? A cartoon is the... Was Gunsmoke, was that Festus? Fe- yes, fe- <laughs> and, Festus. And, and, and Miss
0: Kitty? Yeah,
1: great yeah. names yeah. back then. Yeah.
0: Festus. So it was like a, it was a Western comedy, right? No, no, a no, no. It was, it was a drama. It was a drama? Yeah. yeah okay, serious, a real drama. Okay. Serious show, yeah.
1: yeah. So TV is great because you've got all those shows. You've got the Dick Van Dyke show, Honeymooners, Twilight Zone, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. And um, there's just such great – I mean, to me, the Honeymooners is one of the greatest shows because Ralph Cram, Jackie Gleason – and that show was live. They, they shot yeah. that in front of a live audience down in Miami. Yeah. And he was so good. And they were all good. Audrey Meadows and then, obviously, Art Carney. And uh, just the episodes were fantastic. If I could, Buck, maybe when the commercial does come up, yeah.
0: go get a sandwich. <laughs> just saying. Just stretch. I, I usually run to go the restroom. Go take
1: a pish. That's what I do. You know, that, that would be another uh, thing that's as well. That's what I do. I, I run to the restroom. How about room. some old Sanford and Son? Yeah, it's a great. Show. How about yeah. some yeah. old stuff? Columbo, Peter Falk. Another, I mean, there's another show that's so... on a lot is uh, King of Queens, which is fantastic. Yeah. He, Kevin James that for that show is so well written and acted between him and Leah Remini that it's just and it's funny and and of course obviously Jerry Stiller is in it too. That's a really funny show. I mean, Facts of Life, Eight is Enough,
0: Spencer for Hire, The Jeffersons, Airwolf. I mean, what's happening is on Tubi. Oh, my God.
1: Some of those shows I didn't never saw. Charlie's yeah, Angels. I, I Dick, see
0: them. Charlie's Angels. Dick Van Dyke. Dick you guys are 10 years great, old me. Different, different Strokes is on Tubi. <clears throat>
1: Alf is on Tubi.
0: I mean, it's a veritable museum of old shows.
1: Yeah, there's some of them, like Knox said, are a little too old. I'm not too old there but they're we're too old t-
0: well you're too old because it wasn't your generation right yeah right, exactly like, like what's how about happening the, how or... about the honeymooners was yours oh absolutely uh, look okay. Buck is significantly older than I am <laughs> I don't think he is I think he skews older <laughs> I think you guys are the same age I'm 55 what are you guys 10 years older than me I'm, right? s- I'm 65 Buck 68 68 okay all right a, a young 68 old. those eight. so but i my parents used to tell me about the honeymooners <laughs> oh <laughs> shit get out of here get out of here it's such a great how, show. how about the Friars club roasts some of that's funny it's a little redundant you know when you uh you, you watch those yeah well, of course all right so uh, did you guys see the viral fan at the charger cowboy game? i didn't see it i didn't either you did not no well i'm not even sure you're going to get it so this woman here was a regular. Oh, I did see that.
1: I saw it. They yeah.
0: showed her on the game broadcast multiple times. I didn't know that's what you were talking times. about. Yeah. Now, look at the zeal and enthusiasm with which this woman right. uh, goes after, roots for her beloved Chargers, a team with the right. lowest fan base in the league because right. they were violently uprooted from San Diego where they were beloved and parked two hours north in L.A.
1: And the guy behind her doing the same thing. I mean, he's a he's way over the top too. And what's interesting is that you, as you watch that, when she first came on, it was like, wow, look at this woman. And then they went to a play, and then they went back. And now, now what you have is the producer in the booth who's saying, this is now a thing. This is now something we're going to hone in on.
0: Like go back to her. That's and go gold. back to look at the third woman. time. Go back yeah. to her the
1: third time.
0: So. She was, a lot of people were like, that's got to be a plant. That's the NFL. She's an actor. Like, they're just putting her there to try to drum up interest in being Charger fans. She went on Pat McAfee's show to say that no, she's a real person. She is a super fan. Uh, She's got four kids, and she just loves the Chargers because they live in L.A. now. Here she is. There's some uh, skeptical people out there, a couple in the studio. I won't name names. Darius Butler, Anthony DeGillio. Hi, guys. Hi, Marianne. So, Marianne, were you offended by when people like this said, hey, she's a plant, she's working for the NFL, she's a robot, she's an alien, this can't be real, no one's that passionate? You know what? I wish I was getting paid. I wish I could make myself, you know, AI and as beautiful as I want, but at the end of the day, this is me, guys. This is me. Crazy mama Four. Crazy Chargers fan, crazy freaking football fan, and it is what it is. So you know, I'm not offended. Look at
1: your kids' games. Do your
0: kids play sports? What do you do? You cheer like that? Oh gosh! If you (laughs) ever, if you ever get in touch, so all the moms are texting me. They're like, "Why are people saying you're fake? Because this is how you're at flag (laughs) football. This is how you are when you're at soccer. This is the basketball finals. This is you." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess uh, my poor kids have to deal with this every day." But now, it's crazy. It's it's, it's overwhelming that the whole world thinks this is so different because this is my kids have had to deal with this all their lives. Marianne, this is so, awesome. Yeah. It's, not, it's so awesome that people think it's fake. That's so what the world go. is that now, we're in. Yeah. Uh, so there the this appearance, and
1: she looks way younger and hotter without have, those glasses And on. to have four kids, I mean, she looks like she's about 20 years old or 25. Right. Or after she came on
0: TV, people were saying, huh, sure is interesting that she's well-spoken, knowledgeable, with great lighting and a good webcam available in the middle of the day <laughs> on a Tuesday. Like, people don't want to give it up that the yeah, league exactly. can do this. I wouldn't put it past the NFL. The NFL is shameless in that regard. But I do believe she's probably a super fan. Now the question is, would you want your wife or girlfriend to be that into her? A stupid football
1: game. I mean, that's a territory I've never uh, experienced. Because right. anybody well, I've Well, what never, do you think?
0: I wouldn't want my mother being that way either. Like, she was describing the way she was at her kids' soccer games. mm mm-hmm. I, I think I'd have to disinvite. mom (laughs) from those Saturday morning get-togethers, you know? I mean, she was just like, oh, you know. Uh, My other question was, I go, because a lot of my colleagues said, no, I would love it if my wife or girlfriend were that Ah, into the games. No, no, you wouldn't. I said – I said, but what if her takes were trash about the team? Right. What if the next day she's like, no, Brandon Staley's great. I think we should keep him as coach. And you're like, he sucks. He's the only fucking reason we're not winning any of these games. Are you not watching these games? No, I like him. Then you'd hate your wife or girlfriend being a super fan if her takes were trash, right? I just... I don't. I don't know. I'm a much more passive sports viewer. <laughs> know. You know. I the older need... you get, the di- and The easier you die. You become I, a die easy fan. Just, the older you get. I don't need the animation next to me. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need that shit somebody going postal like that she's i mean <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be like making an excuse to go sit in another part of the stadium i think but yeah it seems like it's a bit much good for her though this i don't is, think it's a conspiracy i mean i i don't but by definition you know you 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 tend to j- jump I gravitate off, you tend if to i jump, if jump somebody off. says conspira i go what yeah squirrel where i I think that people would have to care more if you you know, to recreate a conspiracy has, like this. He you know? takes things to another Yes level. he does. Yes he does. Always has. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. true to himself, yeah. Buck. Yeah, All right. right. Did you guys see that Bradley Beal is selling his Maryland house, his mansion, because uh, he's now a Clipper? No, it's Phoenix Son. Son. Yeah. He's a son now. Um his house, I don't know if you saw the listing, you know, typical baller house <clears throat> it's not. Incredibly over the top, big old house. It's got a basketball court in the basement that is three quarter size, and a basketball court outside. What do you think, Buck? Kevin called the NBA for so many years about a guy that's got two basketball courts at home. When his job is basketball,
1: I think it's makes sense. Makes absolute sense. Plus Wouldn't he's you got... want to get away from it though? No, no, no. You don't get away from that stuff. Not when ever. You're that, not when that's it's that's your
0: life. Aren't you going to the gym, Naki, to put up jumpers for two, three hours a day anyway as part of your job? Don't you need? If I had the wherewithal to build a house, a gym in my house, you I'd would. Be, I'd be shooting jumpers in my house, for sure, for enjoyment or for work. Work. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I. So this isn't like. When the Celtics ruled the NBA, and these guys took the summer off and sometimes worked a different job, right, right. You know, and, and they also used to go in the locker room and smoke cigarettes and hang their shit on a hook. Right, right. This is a different world where this is a twelve-month-a-year job. Sure. And I, I, I just, I, I applaud the guy for, for having that stuff. I think, I think he did probably has it there for the right. Well, well you know, plus he's
1: got a son. He's got a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it's beautiful. beautiful. It's gorgeous. Okay.
0: So uh, Jordan, I believe, had a basketball court. Listen, I've in got his- a
1: buddy in Charlotte who had a basketball court in his house. Friend in Oakton who's got one in his house. Okay, yeah. the, the, the,
0: the, the, you're missing the point. He's an NBA player, Johnny Weekender. Of course, it'd be cool to have a, a court in your house. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm talking about this is a busman's holiday. If ever there was, we, we
1: went on a trip to Minneapolis to play them, and uh, Flip Saunders, who was our coach at the time, who used to be with the T Wolves. Went to we went to his house. He had a basketball court in his inside in his house. So yeah, I don't think it's weird at all. Hmm. If you're talking about some of these players who have um, uh, elaborate and uh, insane things, look at Gilbert Arenas. Well, I house. was gonna just gonna say On the George bull George shark. shark. He had the he had, bull shark. He had a shark. grotto <laughs> with a, a shark grotto. tank. Right. He had a grotto, so it was more like going to Hugh Hefner's house. <laughs> And so, Gilbert, somebody was telling me, it was just the other night, last night or the night before, that during Halloween he used to pass out $20 bills to the kids. Can you believe that? 20s. Yes, I can. Says, Forget about the candy, just give them money. Here's a 20. Yeah. That's pretty good. Isn't it? Yeah. That's I the, like that. It's
0: the smallest bill I have. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think you're skipping over something here, too. Have you ever been to Hugh Hefner's house?
1: No, I've seen oh, lots of pictures. Because oh, uh, in
0: all your travels, yeah, that, you're a that, guy that, who's gotten around a yeah, little that bit. That would have been
1: a good one. Yeah, I never got the... The Playboy Mansion would be I never got the yeah. invite
0: there. Okay. They closed it, you know. I do know that. Yeah. But, and had yeah. to f- burn it to the ground. I'm sure <laughs> <think to> get the <laughs> <a laughs> club <laughs> and <laughs> herpes out oh, of the geez. soil. <laughs> I mean, do you <laughs> know how right... Ra- that was it's a biohazard site. Oh man. You know we could clean this place up and resell it. No, burn nah. Burn it to the ground. No, nah, it's safer. Burn it. Safer it for it all involved. Safer, burn it to the ground and start <laughs> over. Well, I get a black light. Nah, no, all you're going to see <laughs> no, is stains. No, please. Really. <laughs> all right, so as an exit question today, and I appreciate you guys coming to lunch. This was wonderful. What is the single most overrated amenity thing, gadget or doodad to have at your house?
1: Because uh, every, every mean, one of us
0: homeowners oh, likes to have things. I've got this, a golf room with a simulator in it, and I like it, but I don't love it as much as I would have thought. Uh, I have a small workout room that I haven't been in in could, a long time, i got to say. Could it be a person?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, asking, I, asking for a friend. be careful with that one, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: How probably, about a wine,
1: probably not a lot of people in the house.
0: How about a wine cellar? How about a fire pit outside? The wine cellar would be a number one for me because I'm, I'm not a wine drinker. I'm okay. not inclined at all, so I would have no interest in that. But I'll, I'll just so start throwing them out. Where do you stand? Where do you
1: stand screened in porch?
0: Love a screened-in porch. Three-season. It's a three-season room.
1: Okay, where do you, spuck? I, I have one, and it's a great thing. I uh, I don't use it as much as I thought I would in the winter because it just gets too cold in the winter. Do you know have a right TV there. in that screen? I and do have, porch. have a TV. Yeah, in there that's a great look. And I I wrap it up with about three blankets for the winter. And so far in five or six years, it's worked every time I unwrap it. Golf simulator. Don't have one of those.
0: All right, would you uh, positive or negative? Like cool, not cool. I right
1: hate zone. that fucking game, man. Okay, I hate golf. It's too <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> Here's what how I about, would say. How
0: about a uh, how about a pinball
1: machine? I don't have one. Home hey, theater. See, you're yeah. you're gonna you're gonna disagree me with this. I think the most overrated thing, and I don't have one per se, but I think the most overhyped uh, thing is a man cave. I don't think you need a man cave. I don't even think you really have to have a man cave if you have a big TV yeah with a nice couch in an area where nobody bothers you oh oh, oh oh the nobody bothers you part see
0: that's the point <laughs> of I... a man yeah you don't cave. so so also a so, uh, cave is call... to keep people out and the man is to remind everybody who belongs there <laughs> <laughs> well said i have been to his house and i will tell you this the whole thing feels like a man cave <laughs> zev so, has been to my house so it just To me... He's fairly domesticated now that he's married, Buck. I am fairly
1: domesticated, but... So you think
0: man caves are overrated? What about man caves that have tons of paraphernalia of your favorite team? Like the man caves where people are huge Islander fans or Bears fans. Well, I have all that stuff in my office. I know, but it's not a smattering of different memorabilia. It is an assault of this is my team. I'm a Jets fan. Everything is Jets. Jerseys, yeah, that, pennants—that would be obnoxious. Helmets. I that would find that to be a little obnoxious. Okay, that's, well, that, some people that are super fans of their teams—they yeah, want their one room to be dedicated to their. Yeah, I got creative. a friend that's who's like, a
1: Steeler fan who's got is all that stuff. Like? Of course, stuff. Yeah. Okay. it's like the argument of asking somebody: uh, How old is too old to wear a jersey? To wear, a, you know, that's, a, a, that's you know, Andy that, Polin's whole—that's that, oh, whole, that's whole thing. And I'm thinking that you could ask about almost every sport, except hockey, because. Everyone that goes to a hockey game wears Wears a sweater. sweater. Everyone, almost everyone. So that doesn't apply to hockey. Those fans are different anyway. Yeah. this applies to walking around with a, f- a grown up walking around with a football jersey, with a Riggins jersey. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> well, thank God, guys are not going to NBA games wearing tank tops. Yeah, that's that a- would. Oh suck. my God, <laughs> yeah. no. say it ain't
1: so. But uh, that, that's an interesting question, and I don't want to put down man caves. I think you just some did. of them could be great. I don't need I don't, I don't need. Do. I don't need a man cave. I don't need a room that closes a door that has a TV or multiple TVs like in your place. I can't um, believe you don't
0: see the virtue of multiple TVs.
1: You know, I, 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 I'm i not there yet. I, the other, the other Buck, night I was 68. watching. You're You're
0: likely not going to get there. You know, there. one of the three is likely to not have a commercial on it. <laughs> Good point.
1: <laughs> but then that would ruin the guide gambling.
0: You <laughs> would take away your one thing to bitch about. The him, other light. day
1: I'm switching back and forth between – it was probably the Thursday night game – football game, uh, caps playing hockey and I probably a baseball game and I'm going back and forth. Now I could have used a few extra TVs.
0: You always can use a few extra.
1: Every season, every sport
0: yeah. all the time.
1: I don't I don't have a room with multiple TVs. I'll be over Tuesday and
0: we'll get <laughs> that going. I'll find I a room. I got plenty of
1: TVs in my do you, house, Do but you have a not all in...
0: do you have a room that's not being used.
1: Uh yeah, yeah the bedroom. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, thank you.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh man. Well, okay then. Uh. We'll put the TVs in there and call it a day. <laughs> well, how'd your marriage end? I turned my bedroom into a man cave. <laughs> yeah. I said, get out. (laughs) This is where my TVs are. That was
1: the zinger of all (laughs) times.
0: All right, Ah. boys. Why don't we end on that? Thanks for coming by. Thanks for the call for having us. Thanks for lunch and the conversation. Good, clean fun, as you like to say. All right. Very good. So what happens now? Is the food free or do we pay someone? Of course not.
1: They send you a bill.